0: You're now listening to Shot vs Smiles.
1: Everybody know that. Who else? Who else? Um. Yeah, I can't talk more about. DV, and the R word, and athletes. But, yeah, Jason Kidd. That's how we starting off the show. Jason Kidd did indeed. Do everything they said he did. Uh, what was it? What else he doing? Man, if everybody is sensitive about this subject, I'm sorry. It's true. Man, he even spit french fries in that one face. Come on, man. of stuff he did. Are you glad he's the coach? Uh. Uh. But I like Nico Harrison. I like the Nico Harrison thing. For everybody wondering what I'm talking about, um Mavs made some changes. I know I said I was gung ho for a rebrand, but I didn't know they were going for a straight overhaul in like a month. But that's what they did. Uh this is episode five of SVS. It is... I'm gonna do this like how they do it on the airlines. It is 6:11 a.m. That's when we're recording this. The temperature, I believe, is 78 degrees. We are flying at 30 feet. We will arrive at our destination in about one hour or more. We will let you know. So buckle up your seatbelts and pay attention to the seatbelt light. And this will be on most of this flight. Thank you for flying SVS Airlines. Alright, so it's your boy, Sean, a.k.a. The Pilot, a.k.a. Sean Nowitzki, a.k.a. Manvoe Cliff. No longer self-acclaimed. Like I said, thanks to the uh, five people that call me that, that means it's no longer self-acclaimed. And as always, um I'm here with young Josh, young Jizzle, Smiles. Um, he got some more AKAs, I'm gonna let him get those off.
2: Uh, you know, the hip hop Adam Schefter, um um the suburban um bully. That, I'm just gonna right. keep it to those two today. You just say the suburban bully, you know. Shout out to my man Benny Siegel.
1: Yeah, I, I thought I really thought that was you in backstage. I was like, Man, why do you look like Josh on my TV, man? <laughs> we are just like you. Man. You
2: know, six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Uh y'all gonna get this tonight, you know. Um, so yeah, if you listen to it on Saturday, uh, at some point, you know, we're recording the morning of Saturday, you're gonna get it tonight.
1: There you go, because that's why I said it's 6-11 in the morning. We up, we up, we up. There's a lot of things going on these past few days. Uh, is my voice back? Not 100%, but I'm here. I'm here, I'm here. Um, First off, you know what yesterday was? Friday, day Well, duh. Well, yeah, that too um but it was june 25th 1996. an album that changed my life came out
2: a reasonable doubt
1: that's true my mama my, my. i listened to it all day yesterday like i just played like i said i just thought about things thought about yeah. a lot of life lessons in that first album from uh sean carter people did know that's like literally one of my favorite albums that's in there that's literally i know i said a lot on like classic experience experience stuff like that but nah seriously it's um i think that's the one that i'll tell you off. real if i ever have to name one of my favorite albums i'll probably name reasonable doubt number one like every single time so yeah just good reminiscing on that of course we didn't get a we didn't get like a 25th anniversary vinyl or anything trust me i looked <laughs> Uh, he, I think this what actually this is what he did. I think I believe he sold NFTs to Sotheby's. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man, yeah. I, hate, I
2: I hate I hate Sotheby's personally.
1: This is, oh yeah, I know. I know.
2: I don't. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I was like because you know me working at Heritage, that, that was like, Yeah, I
1: know. That's pretty much. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, you know, I know. Fuck the competition. <laughs> But at the end of the day, you dig to see some cool stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, he was—he was really repping for the set, though. He was really repping for her to the options.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> he said, "Ain't no set tripping up in there. Ain't no Southerbees. <laughs> we don't say that word around here, cause
2: got
1: <laughs> so them H's up around here, bro. <laughs> it's all H A around here. <laughs> you in the wrong hood, homeboy. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, of course, of course, um." Hov couldn't just give us some merch like he did, I think, what was the, for the 20th anniversary. Couldn't just give you merch and a few little hats and stuff like that. Nah, he had to sell NFTs to Sotheby So I was like, this time I could not participate in the anniversary. <laughs> 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 because I don't have 68,000 just sitting around.
2: <laughs> That's crazy because, you know, my man James tried to sell about about the, about the NFT and <laughs> shit got blocked.
1: Nah, nah, nah. He tried to sell the NFT. He tried to sell the album. Oh, okay. <laughs> he tried to sell the album back to Ho. He's like, "You want the album back, right?"
2: Yeah, because I was, was reading. I guess uh, Ho offered him like a certain number, and then he didn't like the so number too low. Yeah, so he was like, "Yeah, <laughs> let the people give me a, a number <laughs> that I want."
1: Well, no, let me see how much the NFT was for real. I know I just said sixty-eight grand. I just said it because I'm like, it's true. I'm like, I probably wouldn't been able to even participate.
2: And I want to know how how do you sell an NFT of oh, like I don't know this...
1: It was art, it was like some random artwork. Um uh-huh. right here. Ha, I told you. I said 68,000 but I knew it was in the thousands. The current bid is 16,000. Nice. Yeah, I'll take like a vinyl or a T-shirt. <laughs> can I get something minuscule like that, please? <laughs> what am I gonna do to a twenty thousand dollar NFT? <laughs> but yeah, it's reasonable. It's reasonable. to twenty-five. Uh, I'm sure it will be worth like four or five times that much as you hold on to it. And NFTs really become a, a real, thing. Uh, yeah, a viable property to where you can flip them like that. Man, I hope, like I said, like our next venture. I think we get a little buzz. We are gonna be selling NFTs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just NFTs. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. You, I'm like, oh, that's that sound clip right there. That's yours. Fifty bucks. <laughs> Until then, we're gonna be selling these
2: subscriptions and these Patreon signups.
1: <laughs> that's facts. I and mean, That stuff's coming next month once we sit down together because. That's how we that's how we do everything here,
2: 50-50. Yeah, so y'all better make sure y'all sign up for that that patreon or.
1: And we talking um, about this going to be soon, some
2: soon. And all that other stuff you can you know, support us.
1: We're talking about soon, soon. We ain't talking about uh, a few months from now. we talking about in the next week or two, we're going to sit down and go ahead and get this stuff really situated. That's why we forewarned you guys. That's why we do caution to the wind. Like, this is going to It's yeah, just that we, we have y'all not had time.
2: Subscribe on all them platforms. Make sure y'all sh- share on all your social medias and stuff. We definitely we usually that do that at the end. We gotta, we, we make sure we tell y'all a whole lot more. Like, yo, share us on your platforms. Let people know you're listening to the episode.
1: For real, for real.
2: Subscribe, rate, review. Give us them five stars. Like, we need them five stars. Like, if we not rated five stars and you give us like a three, four, one, let us know why. Like hey, you know, y'all was fucking up this episode. Y'all was saying some nonsense. Or I don't know. Josh, I'm tired of you saying this or whatever. Shot, I'm tired of you saying this. Like y'all Oh, know you
1: already you know, know how that's going in. <laughs> <laughs> you can. <laughs> and Did that's about say? it.
2: Like, if you if you if you giving us money, I I I'd rather
1: take your yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'll take an opinion. I'm getting paid for. Like, oh, you suck. Here's fifty dollars.
2: Ah, that's nice. Yeah, I go back and forth. <laughs> like, hey, <are> you <laughs> I you. I'm
1: like, you subscribe. I'm like, I know. we are gonna. I ain't gonna on low level, man. So I'm like, nah, you good. And you giving free opinions because you know what they say about opinions, yeah,
0: and right you,
1: in a certain anatomy. It's some mind. part of the anatomy. Everybody have one. So guess what? You talking the same stuff that you come out that anatomy to me for free. That's nothing. Flush that down the toilet. Boom. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're gonna get into the show. We're gonna give y'all that work. So, where do you want to start, sir? I'll let you start wherever um, you'd like.
2: Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I don't even see how that was a pause, but I we, we ain't even gotta go go into describing
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I ain't finna yeah, I ain't finna describe it either. I caught myself, I looked up, I said whoa buddy, and then now <laughs> I'm I'm kidding about the pause, I'm kidding about the pause. It's Pride Month. I ain't finna do y'all like that. I ain't gonna do y'all like that.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot I want to, you know, happy belated father's day, sir. To who you
1: If they out there, sorry. Um, Because you always saying my son. (laughs) Oh yeah, my son. Oh yeah, I forget. (laughs) Man, I call so many people like my kids. (laughs) Nah, it's because I just tell people that I said I'm like I feel like an old man because sometimes just talking to people and they're like, I never thought about that. Oh man, Sean did this for me, and I'm like, dang, I do feel like. The surrogate father to people. <laughs> hey, I was like, that, that's the only reason I said because I'm like, yo, it's no big deal. At I least like you when didn't,
2: people. You didn't go off like the game.
1: Oh no! Like,
2: but I will say, yeah, this, yeah, he's a cornball in the way he's. But I was like, I do agree with the sentiment from why he went off. <laughs> it was like, yo, I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I got th- three kids and only one of them say something to me, and then there's a lot of people who know. I support you or I support other stuff you do throughout the year. You can't even just say, hey, you know, I think you're a good father, happy Father's Day. Dang. I would be mad too.
1: So oh well, you know what I'm saying? He he wrote the doc- he he wrote the documentary. Good for him. Um <laughs> but now like now that like i finally explain that. Not because everybody I call me the brother, the uncle, the dad. I said, no, nah, I just I naturally care about people. That's just what that is. I I, I get that love that I sometimes feel I don't get. I just give to everybody. (laughs) You know who is getting some love?
2: Know who is getting some love, though? Who that is? My guy Nipsey getting some love. Ashanti getting some love. Khaled, they getting some love. A bunch of other people, uh, they going to be on the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
1: Oh, man, that's well-deserved. But the one thing that I found out about the Walk of Fame – it's always, always, always this. They pay for them stars.
2: Yeah, that's because like I, I was, like, I was like Khaled. I was like, yeah, Khaled's done a lot of great things. I just feel like it's
1: too soon. What like, it like, is? He like? Ah, I mean, that's debatable. I was like, that's debatable for Khaled. That's that's debatable. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's debate. That's that's debatable because. If you just came in during the honey, 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 uh, social media stuff, yeah, you missed the whole boat when he was like really doing stuff. Like, I'm like, do
2: y'all know who beat no And they're like, no, I'm like, that's DJ Khaled.
1: That's DJ He's Khaled. Like, yeah, who's
2: beating Nova Kane? I'm like, on early Fat Joe albums, you would hear beat Nova King on a lot of his production. I was like, beat Nova Kane <laughs> was DJ, DJ Khaled. Khaled. Like, Khaled. They're like what? I'm like yeah, So I get tired when people say, "Oh, he don't produce." Like maybe nowadays he don't really get his hands on the board as much now. I was like, but he's the one telling people, "Like no, I, I heard this. I need you to." Uh, 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 uh.
1: Y'all don't get those. Y'all don't get those anthems. But,
2: and y'all without and, Khaled. And plus, I was like uh, I have to tell somebody at work. A lot of these people, the big producers now, they're the same way. Like the Mustards, the
1: um. Basically, a lot of producers nowadays they have teams. The number, the number one person they love to bring up in that sentiment, Kanye. Yeah, like it's a team. They love bringing that up. That he does no longer really puts like he's there in the studio and he's helping you with the beat, but he's probably not fully producing. He probably just added a drum or two. Mm -hmm. I said Dre does it from time to time.
2: Yep.
1: So it's like yeah, it's just a practice, a normal practice. You know what's so funny about that in the studio? Everybody gets paid.
2: Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> so, I'm like, yo, y'all can't tell me that DJ Khaled doesn't produce. I'm like, y- yes, he does.
1: <laughs> so, that's why I had to say that's debatable because I'm like, that man has been in this industry for a very long time. Now, might-
0: <laughs>
1: she might have paid for that. <laughs> nah, shaw- yeah, no, nah, because shaw- I'm like, man. She's been like,
2: IG model the last, like, five years at least. <laughs>
1: all I've been seeing is cakes and her going to the islands every other month.
2: Within the last year, she made like random video appearances and like different videos. Did like a Ty Dollar video. She did a what's my man? Um, Jordan Lucas video. (laughs) Yeah,
1: she's on the cover of a certain album from an individual. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh,
1: yeah, (laughs) still don't bring that guy up. We're gonna bring we'll probably bring that guy up later. Because I mean, man, that man, that little leprechaun just keep popping up, man. He said I think it was a hit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I said. We're gonna talk about it later. We're talk about that man later. We're <laughs> talk yeah, Walk of Fame. You might be right about that one. She might say I yeah. finally got the little chance. I finally got the expendable change <laughs> to get one. Now Nip. I feel look, I feel that. That's all I'm gonna say. It's not that I don't feel it's undeserving undeserving. I don't feel anything like that. It's really Yeah. I like I like how they keep his legacy alive. That's that's very beautiful. Um Yeah, I'm not to
2: because uh, the one time I went there was actually a couple days after Ice Cube got his. Hmm. Yeah, as so I actually got to see the Ice Cube uh star. It was like, literally like a couple of days after he got his we like we searched all the way we're like where is the ice cube one we searched all up and down the street we had to stop somewhere. They're like oh yeah it's like right over there like turn the corner uh but you also realize while well, walking the hollywood walker family like the not so good looking parts is like oh ooh, that got like piss on it or shit on it like even the trump one they're like yeah we've had to replace the trump one like so many times because uh people, like, pissing on it or breaking it on purpose. I'm like, eh, yeah, at the time, yeah, he deserved it.
1: Yeah, so... But, not but, but nah, with that, but... um, But with that, I told you about L.A., man. I said, people, people see this one part of, like, what they see on TV, and I'm like, nah. That's why I told you, every time I'm in L.A., I'm never in, like, the touristy parts. <laughs> I go to neighborhoods, With an Oak Cliff hat on, and everybody just says, Oak Cliff, that's my hood. I get dapped up, and then I'm at Roscoe's or I'm walking around shopping uh, at a food truck or something. (laughs) Oh, just letting everybody know it's all good, but not like uh,
2: that. Reminds me, I'm gonna send you what told you uh, what my brother got for me. Oh, okay. Uh, He sent me some pictures of. Everything he was able to pick up because you know I sent him some in
1: California. In California? hmm Ah, very interesting. But um we're gonna we're gonna skip that note. Um uh, but yeah, like stay tuned. We might actually see that nip star um sometime before the end of the year. We'll let y'all know. Cause uh I've already made the plans and asked who's trying to roll to LA for like i said we'll 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 keep y'all posted, we make that trip, yeah, for real, for real, um, but now, yeah, like Nip, like I said, I just love how to keep his legacy alive, I also- like how uh like you know again, how Lauren be holding him down um his whole team over there at um not just all money in, but um just the t m c period, mm-hmm. uh, but like speaking of which, yeah, she just got her own. Puma yeah. shoe. Yeah, a new drop. Yeah. We both saw that yesterday, you know. <laughs> like everyone else. Um <laughs> like, yeah,
2: so, she shot, shot Lauren London. You know, she was um my my second ever crush. Lauren is still a
1: beautiful yeah. woman. Yeah, Strong yeah. Woman. That's yeah. this is showing her strength in a whole different light, dude. But I'm just sick of the Negroes talking about, man, one woman held me down like that. I said, well, you don't have to <laughs> die to do that. So I said, one, no, no, no. One, oh. you had to leave forth a legacy mm-hmm. worthy of that kind of admiration and support. And two, like I said, like you just said, <laughs> that's the second part. Yeah. yeah. But um, at the end of the day,
2: and a, a woman who's gonna build you up and that's you know, what I'm saying, gonna build you up and
1: support you like that. It's yeah, a like whole me,
2: bunch. Of- like the um the spook that sat by the door, um, and like the um the other one I've been reading, uh the um about the man about the man. Um Nipsey said, Yo, Lauren the one that told me
1: to read those books. <laughs> man. Those those
2: helped me become a better man because she, she told me, uh, The Way of the Superior Man, The Way of the Superior Man.
1: Okay, there it is. Yeah,
2: and he was like, yo. When
1: we said man, I was like, there's about three or four yeah. books I know for a fact that had the word man in it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, in damn, his what's, library.
2: I'm, yeah, I'm reading The Way of the Superior Man right, right now. Um, but yeah, he was like, yeah, Lauren wanted to tell me to read them books. And, you know, he wanted to know how, like, he, he fucked up during that relationship and had to get her back, you know. Luckily, she came back. And look where they at now. They they was able to have a, a young child, you
1: know. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been funny. Speaking of reading, um randomly, I think some of those books I had already told you to read. And then I looked at his list, I said, Man, we was reading the same books. <laughs> Me and Nick were reading the same books. So that's what's up. Uh did you ever get message to the black man? Did you ever get your copy? Yep. All right, so yeah, that's next. Uh, make that next. Um, but yeah, like it's been funny because I kind of made me a little reading nook. Mm-hmm. And I just sit there reading. So I just have my books like on a little stack just displaying just on the, you know last few books I read. People come over, they just look. Oh my god, you read that? I was like, Yeah. Yeah, oh, you read that too. I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, I lit I'm like, Yeah, I just made me a little corner, and start reading. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, was like, I posted like a week or two ago um, about about six or seven books uh, that I said I want to uh, – well, you can see a shot in the background up there by my – those are the books I, I said I want to read by the end of July.
1: Man, <laughs> which one better be up there? That Malcolm X book. I gave you the autobiography of Malcolm X. That better be over there. No, that ain't, that ain't part of that. that mm, part. Mm, mm, mm. It's more.
2: It's more marketing books than anything over there. I was like – I got to start focusing on the
1: the career books first. Yeah. We got a product. I tell you that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, like I said, shout out to um all of them when yeah. it comes to um you know getting uh stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. But yeah, yeah, you got to put in you got to put in work. You got to be valid like salad plus have the money
2: and have the energy like Khaled. and the <laughs> Yeah, true. That's bars. true. Bars.
1: Hashtag bars. Ah. You know what I'm saying. Let's go. Uh, like I said, we up early in the morning. To give y'all uh, this work. Like I said, we slightly talked about Dame being sued by Rockefeller. Every other, look, mm. if it ain't him trying to get money from our uh, old dude, but he said he actually got his money back. That's why I didn't talk about it no more. Um. Oh, um. Yeah. What's
2: name?
1: So if it's not that. <laughs> Then he's always like bringing up Hove in the interview. He's always bringing up. I was like, man. He said, "How how can I how can I stay in this?" And I'm like, "You just uh dropped what was at Dame Dash Studios like a few months ago." Yeah. Like, a dude, I know somebody subscribed, and you getting a little change out there, my boy. Like, what are you doing? So, yeah. yeah um, if you want to get into why like, it looks like he's being. Why he's being sued by uh Rockefeller. Do your thug thizzle, sir. Why he being sued?
2: I I I hope one day him and Hogan really sit down and have like a really good They were seen together, weren't they like last year or something? Like that? some kind of like
1: exactly. That? That's what I'm saying. Like it's is every other month. If he's if he don't say somebody owe him some money, or he don't come up with a venture, then he brings up I got a I got a Sueho sue I got but it's like like I said it's like brothers fighting dude it's just the way it is at the mm-hmm. end of the day that's really how I feel about it. every time I see Rockefeller and Dame Dash and him and Hope going back and forth but it's just brothers man this is way it is
2: yeah I can see Hope i like man that's like yo it be him I don't, make, I don't I don't do nothing to this man
1: I said that fool be on jet skis with his wife watching disney movies with his kids i don't know what else (laughs) and sell nfts for sixteen thousand dollars he ain't doing that
2: He's like, i'm just trying to take my daughter to school in the morning because she don't give a damn about my life and my career (laughs) (laughs)
1: i'm out here in the pool with the kids yeah that was for that's probably what's the funniest whole quote was um yeah you know like i do all this cool stuff and blue's kind of like that's okay daddy and then she goes by day i was like. (laughs) I mean, yeah, your mom's Beyonce. Like, what else? Like, ah. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: You've seen everything. It's like, yeah, nothing in this world will ever excite her again. <laughs> will never excite her. She's like.
2: Yeah, it, it doesn't register me that all these. Memes. I feel
1: bad. I, I feel bad for her, like, future boyfriend slash husband. Girl, I, I brought you the wrong. You know how many times I've been the wrong since I was a child? <laughs> Forty-two times. I done been here a whole bunch of times. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. my house is right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, like my parents, they they got a whole villa and everything.
1: up. Like, what, do do parents- and like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I don't even look. Matter of fact, I flew you here. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's phasing her now. I say, like, yeah, it's just gonna get worse. But like I said, if like if you
2: want to go there for after prom, we can fly there after, after the
1: flight. The PJ, the PJ is gassed up. It's always gassed up. Cause my parents don't know if they um uh, they want to eat real Jamaican food or they just want to go to Jamaica Queens to get some Jamaican food. Don't <laughs> know. <laughs> they make the decisions like that. That's how we do it. Did my dad say in one song that he took off and touched down the same night? <laughs> Don't you don't you listen to him? <laughs> he ain't lying to you, okay? Mm-hmm. He's done it many of times. <laughs> but um, like I said, uh last weekend was one of my favorite holidays, Juneteenth. And the white people were angry. <laughs> because now this is the funny thing about Juneteenth. Yeah, Juneteenth has literally been around my whole life, and I used to love how it was celebrated here in Dallas. I heard they actually did have events in Dallas. I hate I was like out of the loop.
2: Yeah, because um, Everything on social
1: media now. Usually, I just yeah, I know. Um, I'm about, I was about to let you talk about that, but it's funny. The comments I I were read I was reading when it became a federal holiday was this. First of all, they said it was a Biden thing. I'm going to get on that in a second. Second, they said that we made up Juneteenth last year. <laughs> I saw that a lot. <laughs> hmm. You think we just made up Juneteenth? We, we're just going to create a new holiday. Just we know. just created this holiday out at the sky. Hmm. We heard that um, people came to Texas and told slaves they were free. Hmm. We should make that a holiday, folks. That's hilarious. Wow, wow. when I read that, every time I read that, I was just like, Wow, they really don't know us. That's why they that's why they hate us so much. They know nothing about us, but y'all want to beat us, but you want to be us so bad with the chancing. But we're gonna go on that another time. But (laughs) let me let me say something to them that they probably never really considered you know, who actually was gung ho. For making Juneteenth a federal holiday? Do you know who it really was?
2: Enlighten us.
1: The guy that you loved so much. Yep. Donald Trump. Char- Who's Agent Orange himself. Yeah. It wasn't Biden. It wasn't, we made this up last year. It wasn't some group of black people. That's why it was funny when Candace Owens talked about it. Because I said, so will you really... Ma- I, I... I, I so who you really mad at is Trump, right? What do you mean? Ah, he's the one that wanted
2: this. Yeah, yeah he's the <laughs> last year.
1: Like Light- uh... I said, this is what he wanted. He thought he was gonna um, finesse the black vote.
0: Yeah,
1: and he played himself. Well, did he really play himself? Man, I don't know too much, and I'm good about everybody up in there. But because if I did. Y'all be mad that I went through a whole spiel for one hour on how I really feel about everything. <laughs> you will be like, wow, he! I didn't even know that guy was a senator. I was like, yeah, was him and all of them, and then they did this. <laughs> so we're not going to do that. But at the end of the day, it was pretty funny seeing everything. I even answered a few Twitter comments myself. Because one old white man, I don't know if he was a real or a troll, he said, they don't work anyway. And I said, well, who is they? Mm-hmm. Huh? Enlighten me, sir. Who's they? Who is they? They? Uh, what, black people? Uh, what, people with brown eyes? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who is they? Never got replies back because they, they love saying that they. Mm-hmm. I said, y'all bought a that in there, boy. Billy Bob. I said, I see you. You real bold. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was pretty much that was pretty cool. Um but like I feel about Juneteenth all the time. Again, I know I'm about to let you get to what you did on Juneteenth, but I really miss how it was when I was a kid. Um like I said, I like people thought I was playing, but I was so serious. I said I remember. Like, we would go to the park, and I would just, like, play with random kids. Uh, (laughs) Like, I would run around (laughs) with them. We Everybody, all the brothers barbecuing, and we just all, you know, drinking strawberry soda, rejoicing, and the fact that we black and we free. You know? I was like, that's what I remember about Juneteenth. I just remember, like, being a kid. I remember when Black Images Bookstore was still open over there in Winwood. They would have, like, little book readings and things like that on Juneteenth. Oh, that's
0: dope.
1: Yeah, so that's the kind of stuff I remember for Juneteenth. Like I said, I heard people trying to help bring Juneteenth back. Um, if you hear this episode um, next year, let us know. Mm. We showing up. We'll, we'll pull up for sure. I'll pull up with the strawberry salt in a big old cool. <laughs> and they'll be underneath the ice, so you know they're going to be ice cold. They're
0: going to be
1: underneath the ice and we'll have a birthday cake. Let me tell you why we have a birthday cake, because uh, my favorite African-American athlete, Dirk Warner Nowitzki, was born on June 19th. I said, that's not a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Dirk being dr- born on June 19th, that's not a coincidence. <laughs> it's just what it is. And then he played for the Mavericks, in, which is in Dallas, which is in Texas. That's no coincidence.
2: Yeah, when I, when I saw you post it, I was like, "What? Today is birthday." I was like, "If it was it's any, him. if it was any white guy, I was glad to be born on that day." I'm like, <laughs> "It's him."
1: Because hmm. I
2: always think of the just the images of him walking in with with them plates with that foil, them
1: plates, and he loved his wife. You know, so he loved his Jessica. <laughs> so I just looking, I'm just looking at him like, "Hmm, meant to be, huh?" <laughs> My my German African brother. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was like, and the funny part not, is, that his kids are German and African. There it is. I'm telling you, that is
2: crazy to say. I am German and African. Like that's like a wild combination.
1: <laughs> that's a wild combo. I'm telling you, Dirk. Like I said, there's like top Oak Cliff legends. I'm like, first of all, we gotta start with the goat. We can start with Dirk. <laughs> but he's not black. I'm like ah. Yes, he is. <laughs> he just likes him. <laughs> but, nah, on a serious note, though, nah. If y'all really haven't, like, any Juneteenth, I know, Um, like I said, I'm going to let Josh talk about it in a second. He got his morsel of a little bit of some Juneteenth activities. So, go ahead and tell them, tell them what you did.
2: Yeah. Uh. Well, first off, I had actually never heard of Juneteenth since I moved to Texas because <sighs> they had, had never – yeah, never celebrated in Ohio. I'd never
1: let me let me tell you why I was just about to say because when you're from Ohio and second, every other day you told me you did not know something. I'm like, Josh. But then when you explain, I was like, ah, it's not your fault. It's okay.
2: Yeah, so like I remember the first time seeing a Juneteenth here and I'm like, What what is this? What is this
1: Juneteenth? I just Same. came out the corner. I just came out the corner with a koofy. My brother, let me tell you what Juneteenth is, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I I like, like, go ahead, drink your bean, go ahead, eat your bean pie right here. I'm gonna explain the Juneteenth to you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was probably like some kind of like parade or something. I remember seeing maybe like my first or second year here, like once I started really getting to know people and get Facebook friends and stuff on, on Texas. I'm like. Juneteenth. What, what 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 is this a uh, parade? What what is Juneteenth? And somebody like like yeah, you know the history and slavery and text. I'm like, oh okay okay. It's like and then just being over the last ten years, I've realized how big it is. Like oh, okay yeah, Juneteenth is like a really huge thing. It's just didn't know about it before. You know, being in Ohio now, people in Ohio now and everywhere across the globe know about it more now. But you know, ten years ago, I was like. Never even heard of this holiday.
1: <laughs> it was a like I said, it was a beautiful day, man. Yeah, I, I said was like, like I
2: was gonna say, say, this must be just like um the sweetest day down here. The people, I'm like it's sweetest day. They're like, what? What the fuck is sweetest day? I'm like, yeah, the day they're like the girls are supposed to get like the dudes. Like they're like no, nah. and then you re- you do your research, You're like, oh, this is just a Midwest thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, all throughout high school every year that we all had Sweetest Day sales giving candy and shit. And I'm like, yeah, no, we don't they don't do that anywhere else but the Midwest. Oh, okay.
1: Mm. <laughs> but yeah, uh um, Adapt that to Texas. <laughs> just, adapt, just adapt it to Texas, please. I would love it. I'd be like, ah, it's sweetest. i am like tear. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's who's gonna be me today?
2: Who's gonna be my sweet for sweetest day? Right. But, um, <laughs> um but yeah, you know, I uh, start started my Juneteenth morning off going to volunteer with the Clean the Block Clean the Block Initiative, uh, super double event. Uh, I saw it on on Lil D's page and ended up signing up, you know, so it was it was dope to go out there. We was over there on Martin Luther King Boulevard. Um uh, South Dallas. Yep. I was, I like that it was uh it was homie's um first event that hit uh of his for the cleanup block initiative so it was dope he said about twenty people sh- showed up and just from the before pictures and the after pictures of how much we did I was like I was real proud to see what we did he said he has another one coming up in another part of a different neighborhood I think he said he's gonna try I think July seventeenth so I told him I was like hey just hit me up and let me know. I'll definitely gladly go hold out
1: on, hold on, July 17th. Let me know. I'll pull up. Yeah, pull that's, that. kind of stuff, I, I, that's kind of stuff. That's kind of stuff I rock with. I like that.
2: Yeah, he was like, Yeah, he's like, My goal, my goal is to, to get an event to have 100 people out here volunteering. I was like, Hey, I was like, Let me know. I was like, I'll gladly help promote and get we're we gonna get more people. He was like, For okay. sure, because he said, I hope 100. People. i was like, No, we're gonna get more people. We're going to be have more than 20 next time. We're going to have more
1: than 20. Uh, if I ain't talking about buying back the block, I'm definitely talking about cleaning up the block. You know what I mean? So Yeah. yeah that's dope. I like that. That's, that's a beautiful concept. Uh, I'm glad you got to do that. But then you also got to do something later that night.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, to our guy, Jay rhodes he had a screening for his um his his movie, It's a Wonderful Plight. Uh, it was hosted by Lady Jade and then also his uh, co-director, co-producer Corey Williams. It was super dope. Uh, film is out right now on Amazon Video, so I suggest everybody go check that out on um, Amazon. It's a wonderful plight. It's a musical, but it's really not like your typical musical. It's really to me. I was thinking about how it's really just a long music video, mm-hmm. <laughs> with, like speaking scenes. In it and how the whole premise of it and where it starts and where it ends is just shocking and it delivers the message <laughs> that they're trying to deliver. Uh, and release having an event on Juneteenth definitely was a a, a big pivotal uh, role in it because they said I think originally they wanted to have this event back in February, but I guess one of the sponsors or whatever that they had um, the 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 ink wasn't dry on the <laughs> on the deal, so they they decided to put push it back. And they said the sponsor was cool with them pushing it back to Juneteenth, because they said they wanted to release it during like a a nice big moment for Black folks. They're like, yeah, so we're try to release it on on Juneteenth, and it's a wonderful plight on Amazon Prime Video. My man Jay Rhodes, it's super dope. I suggest everybody check it out. And also, uh, if you want to check out the music from the uh, project he also has it's a wonderful quite the the album on all streaming services with all the music that goes along with the film so if you hear the music before you see the film you will get what the film was about
1: hmm, i like that i'm gonna definitely check that out on amazon video and Am- i mean make use of that amazon prime Me
2: mm-hmm. I Me, mean, you mm-hmm. both made uh, use of that that, that prime day the other day
1: Ah <laughs> oh, man Yeah, I got a a Magic Bullet. (laughs) I bought a Magic Bullet. That's what I bought. Uh, Then I I called you. I was like, yo, did you check out Prime Day? You're like, it's Prime Day? But, yeah, Amazon, look, Amazon need to cut the check for this illicit advertisement we're about to give Mm y'all. But, uh, yeah, once I saw, like, it was, like, I think 20 bucks. So I went ahead and bought me one because my one thing about me and smoothies, is I love. I don't care how um, chunky I get. I love me a good strawberry banana smoothie in the morning. It just makes my day go right. You know, put a little, put a little turmeric in it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna give y'all a whole recipe because um, I got a, I got another thing coming to where yeah, y'all gonna get these smoothie recipes, but uh, it ain't gonna be cheap. Now I'm playing. It's it's gonna be. It's gonna be very very valuable information in terms of health and mental, physical and mental, that soon come. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I bought me one of those. So, Because I, I hate making them in the blender simply because, well, how do I word this? I hate the cleanup. <laughs> I, I hate the cleanup. Like, I'll yeah. just be honest about it. I hate, because once you, like, I, I'm making this big old vat, <laughs> pretty much of smoothies and it's just one person drinking it so yeah I was like this is more my speech where I don't have to like basically force myself to digest that much <laughs> smoothie like I gotta make a large thing of smoothies I, was like, I don't even think Smoothie King sells the size smoothies that I was making so yeah.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what I hate about making the smoothies every morning cause it's like damn I gotta clean it up just so I can use it again tomorrow, cause uh, it's just uh. so like whenever people don't, like if you're not really seeing me post my smoothies in the morning, it's probably because I didn't feel like cleaning it out and it's still in my sink. <laughs> yeah, like, so I was like, oh, I gotta clean this out, and I don't want to do it. It's like, sheesh! It, I'm
1: going to put y'all on game of what Josh bought, um, because we talk about this book so many times, and I'm. One day I hope we run into them, and I'm just gonna be like, "Yo, you need to listen to the, like this episode, this episode, this episode, this episode of our podcast where we literally talk about this book <laughs> on repeat." Uh, so tell them what you copped.
2: Um, uh, technically my second copy of Hurricanes because I, I blessed you with my my, my original copy, one, yeah, which
1: I, which I still like tell people. I was like, I still uh, gush about that for the simple fact that that is still one of my favorite books. It's still one of my favorite books. Um, I'm probably going to read it again after I go through my little stack right here. But no, it's a really good book Uh, because, like I said, William Roberts takes you through the whole shebang, man.
2: Yes, I, I can't wait to really get back into it. I think I only read like a couple chapters when I first had it. And got another book on on the way uh, later this year. So you know, shout out to Ricky Rose and shout uh, uh, we ain't going to say their name again, but the the people who had the, the day, I had a coupon to use uh, for $10. So I ended up getting the book for $4. So that right, was so. even better. I was like, oh, $4 for this book.
1: Dang. You told me Ross coming out with another book. So that, so that means like two books I got to get. Cause you, you told me about another book too. Oh, yeah. I still want to read that, yeah. I just want to because, you know, I liked it. I just like, oh, Spring Hill. I like how, what he does. Um, go ahead and name these people. Um, Rich Paul. Rich Paul coming out with a book soon. Uh, like I said, I just like those guys over there on Spring Hill Entertainment. Of course, you know, LeBron James, Maverick Carter, Rich Paul. I just like that. I just like how they conduct their business, and they put in – they putting our faces on things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's like the main thing that I definitely support. They're making sure that young brothers getting money, just always a beautiful thing. So, yeah, like I said, every every other now and then, I mean not every other now and then, but every now and again, y'all gonna get these book suggestions, and we definitely gonna always suggest Rick Ross's Hurricanes. <laughs> we're gonna make sure you read that book, not because we're fans of Rose, as well. It was well written, well produced. I, mean, I said well produced. It was well written, and the message came across of you know how he got it, whether you believe him or not. But I'm, for those who like, well, he was a correction officer. Yeah, she talks about it in the book. Yeah. So, hmm. Mm-hmm. Jokes on you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get <laughs> some fast stop while you're at
1: it. There it is. But what? But while we are uh oh, th- stop stop. Thank you for bringing that up. And then we're going to segue into the next topic. All right. I finally, I know, I know. I talked about smoothies and stuff. I cheated. And I got me some thigh stock. Oh, you've tried it already? I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to hit y'all with something. Do not buy it. It's nasty. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. They, you know how like they showed the commercial? Rick Ross said, "All oh, the was like, the "Yeah, thighs. it looks so delicious. It looked delicious, right?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I got mine. My stuff was like overly cooked. It was fried because you know what flavor I got? The lemon peppers. The lemon peppers.
2: Yeah, that's what I was like. The like oh, pepper cool. I was like a lemon pepper.
1: Thigh. I was
2: like, "That looks
1: fucking delicious, divine." You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm finna be in lemon pepper heaven. Right. It was the opposite of heaven. My boy. Oh. <laughs> it was the opposite. Yeah, like, like I said, know, it was overly like, fried. The good. Yeah, I was like those were the those are the ones in the ad. Those are yeah, not man. the ones that they actually sold. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, like so it was overly fried. The skin was like just falling off. And like I made DoorDash. We just name drop it. Y'all gonna pay us one day. I'm just gonna put that in the air. I'm that's my affirmation for this episode. Y'all gonna pay us one day. Um, but yeah, I hit up DoorDash and I sent them a picture. I said, "Yo, it did not look like this when Rick Ross was slinging this. (laughs) It did not look like this. It was like it was like crispy skin. The there was no like the meat was fried to the point you couldn't. There was no real chicken on it." So it was bad. It was bad. Oh, <laughs> it was horrible. So I've I've just been looking like, stop, stop, no. Get you some regular flats, dude.
2: Yeah, I was like, yeah, I guess I'll be in some regular flats sometime this weekend, cause you know, I I gotta stop that doing it every week, uh, cause again, we we're trying to be on this health as wealth kick and drinking more smoothies up. I usually get wings out like once a week. I need to kind of move, maybe like maybe a couple times a month or something. I got my distilled
1: uh, water for the day right here. Even though <laughs> I'm going, I'm going out later um, to a barbecue, but it's more like connecting slash kicking it with my homie. So you know, but um, yeah, man, like I'm thinking I'm finna be in my lemon pepper steppers. <laughs> but when I tell you I was not in my lemon pepper steppers, I was disgusted. I cause I, cause I was like, sir, you know. Did you, are you gonna eat it? I was like, nah. I picked off of it. I was like, I can't. So I, like I said, I opened it up and took pictures of the chicken. I'm like, look at that. It's burnt to a crisp. <laughs> they put it in the grease too long. It was, it was, nah. I can't
2: be a maybe, lemon
1: pepper stepper. With, with, with- I can't. I can't. I can't get out I couldn't get my lemon pepper steppers on. It was disgusting. So, like I said, maybe, maybe it was just mine. If you've had a better experience with thigh stop, let me know. But as of right now, it's a no from me.
2: Damn, that sucks to hear. I was and like I know.
1: I, I love me some wing stop. We like I said, we have like literally prophesized us getting a limit, like a wing stop <laughs> partnership one day.
2: <laughs> right. I've I've literally applied to marketing jobs and social media jobs. <laughs> for wings up because of how much i like uh i'm telling you uh, purchasing the lemon pepper wings is like yo y'all need me on the staff i will do i will do the marketing for wingstop like do you, i i told you one time the the one on x which is on lemon avenue <laughs> down uh, over by oakland the chick told me one day she was like, yeah, because we keep a, a log of you know all our customers. That's how we know. Like when you call and say two uh, and oh, Mister Josh. She's like, you know, you've been to this location hundreds of times. I was like, what? She was like, it won't give me like the total amount. Uh, she's like, but she's like, just she's like, just from saying how many orders you you've been this location, like at least one hundred and fifty times. I was like,
1: damn. Yeah, I remember. I, I think and you know, we, I worked
2: at H's for five years, and then the radio stations are still around the corner, and I worked I, I work there for, like, a fees that just left there. It's like, yo, that's a lot.
1: No, no, no. The thing I was thinking about was this. We was riding around telling me once and we did stop. You took me all the way to Lemon Avenue, bro. We were nowhere near Lemon Avenue. He said, we're going to Lemon Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I walked in, man. They were surprised I didn't have an order. Because I think we ended up, like, the order was somewhere else. Oh, yeah, but you just pulled, but, but you just had to pull up to your favorite one. He was like, This is my wing stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is the wing stop, like cheers. Everybody know my name in there. Yeah, and they know Josh when they see him, they're like, Ah, right, here he come. Mr. Lemon Pepper stepping himself.
2: Yep, uh, that's actually the sucky part about not working at the radio station. I'm like, It's no point for me even going to that wing stop anymore because I, 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 have, I have no reason to be over in that area. <laughs> so I've been going to the one by, by my house now. They ain't, they ain't as good as, you know, my, my living app um, joint, but, you know, they decent.
1: <clears throat> but speaking of MMG, Wale yeah. and came out with a new single. Tell us about that, sir. And you know what I always love to say before you start? Shout out to the moons, especially the ones that listen to this show.
2: Yeah, so, um, this will probably be shocking for you, but so um he had a new single featuring Chris Brown, produced by my man Hitmaker, and off the
1: first couple of listens, I'm cool. I, it just
2: it just didn't it, did, it didn't hit me. I was like, it just. I only
1: like the sample, dude. I, yeah, I was like, rude. you only like the sample.
2: Yeah, I was like. Uh, I know that like, they showed us them in the studio making the song, and Berg even said that hey, Wale chose that sample. He was like, I was in the studio with Ross and Wale and playing some seven. He heard that and was like, Yo, I want that, and I was like, All right, who do you want me to get on it? He was like, I need you to get Chris on it, and you know, Berg made that happen and all that, and got Chris on it. But I was just like, Even though I know y'all, uh, or like. Created the song or whatever in the studio and Berg, and Berg was there or whatever. But to me, it just feels like a a plug a plug-in verse type song that Berg just already had, like Chris on it. I was like, I know y'all made the song, but it just just seemed like it was like, okay, plug in this, plug in wally verse right here, plug in wally verse here. <laughs> we already got the whole song created. It's just like eh. It like just, I said,
1: he don't, like. Basically, the 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 um the pe- the pepper, mm-hmm. the spice on it is literally the fact that.
2: Is it I need a girl sample? Yeah, yeah.
1: which no. is a song that we literally tell y'all is a great song all the time on this show, and then when I heard the sample, I just laughed because I said, "Told y'all, mm.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's that song." I was like, "Yo, that song." Just is is, is, is it floats.
2: Yeah, and I was like, "Wala, you, you've had better first singles, better like love songs that when I hear it, I'm like just like that's that's the one. Like that's a joint this one. I was just like, eh. I'm cool. And also I, I think for me it would have been better if Chris could have either had a verse or he had a bridge where you know, let Chris, you know, let do his Chris thing. be Chris Brown. Yeah, I was like, it literally was just like he do the hook, and I said like, let let him get like some runs off, or you know, get a bridge or some, or or even his own verse off on it. I'm like, yo, Chris would have killed it. It's like I know, like nowadays the songs got to be two minutes or less, and it's just it frustrates me. It's like what? It's literally just two verses, songs over. No, I, I need a bridge, or I need a third verse. Come on, like even if it was a short third verse, I need a something something more from from Chris or something on, on that song. It's just like. I just really wasn't feeling. It. But on the other hand, I am glad to find out that we're getting Falaran too. Ooh. Yeah, he, he announced that um this summer he's dropping Falaran too. Let's go. I like and Falaran is definitely one of my top three projects. You know, him and DJ Clark Kent.
1: I like that one too.
2: You know, that Chun Lee joint with our guy Nipsey on it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, sir. Like I said, um with this one. I can't wait. I'm like I'm anticipating this because again, we talked about Wale tapes. We probably gonna get y'all an episode. Where we just sit there. I know we like have what like best of 2010. We talked about Wale. Uh, we randomly talk about Wale on the show. But yeah, we probably gonna get y'all a whole. We just running through mixtapes <laughs> for a good hour, and we just talk about all of his projects. So probably give y'all a regular episode where we just literally talk about Wale. Because yeah, Florence is definitely up there with uh of my favorite because I told you it's like that one and his earlier like hundred miles and running, mm-hmm. mixtapes and stuff like that are up there for me. Um Back to the Feature is up there for me too. Like I yeah. said, we can we can we can we can go through we can go through um while takes all day. Like I said, we're trying not to get y'all an hour of just one subject. But yeah, he could have did better again. He gave love to one of our favorite songs, which is cool, but and that's all we got to say about that.
2: Yeah, that's how I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, so people will probably be surprised that, yeah, I really, I really wasn't feeling it for for a first. Uh, and I'm not
1: saying I, I wasn't feeling it um, because Josh isn't feeling it. No, I really was sitting there like, if he says this is good, I'm about to call Cap. if he says it's good i'm like we're about to have a debate on this i'm like no it did feel very like the label set it up or just while they were just like what chris what are you doing today
2: (laughs) yeah like i said i was like if it felt plug and play like any rapper could have just plugged in two verses and (laughs) had angles i was like so Like I know, I saw I saw y'all. I saw the videos. I saw the, y'all in the studio creating the joint, but it just just didn't hit to me. It's like it just wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like a movie, like my man DJ Keller. I thought I was gonna be
1: limp L- Pepper stepping to angles. Oh, like,
2: yeah, girl. Just, uh, uh.
1: When I heard the beat, I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be hot," and then it wasn't. Because usually like after I listen to a Wale song or something like that, I might tweet out, yo, this song got summer right here. This is I oh, mean, it's hot right here. Nah, I was like, I'll be lying to y'all. I say it was it was sample was good. <laughs> the beat was beat was nice. Even though I think young know, even though I laugh at Youngberg's uh misfortunes when they happen, but uh he can produce some songs. He you know how to make he's a very um professional beatsmith.
2: Yeah, if you a, yeah, my, my man said you hey, I'm I'm gonna make y'all forget about this stuff and the and that happened to me in the past because
1: no nah, we ain't never gonna forget that's the funny, but um yeah, go ahead and finish your sentiment so I could segue, segue <laughs> to the next one because oh no, that 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 was just it that was it, you know. Cause
2: man I'm looking forward to
1: flying too. You know what I was mad about, you know what I was mad about um this past week. What T Pain said. Who's one of my favorite people on Twitch? Who's one of my favorite artists? Who's one of our favorite artists? Yes, um,
2: I got that. I got that drop from when I was in college, thanks to T Pain.
1: So, um, like I said, I, I I tell the infamous story of my birthday a few years back where he performed at my birthday. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, um, Usher had the gall. Yeah, that I like me some oh, I, 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 yeah, yeah I, I like that. Yeah, you know, I like music. Usher, but um, how dare you tell T Pain that he ruined the music? Right, and that really made me mad. I was like, "Yo," and then you had the audacity to get over there with "Will I Am" for OMG. Come on, bro.
2: And I was like, y'all, on, did the, y'all did the same girl remix together.
1: Like, come on. We come on, man. That made me mad cuz uh if, you know, again, we always talk I was, about so I was like, I gotta hear
2: it. I, I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah.
1: Guys, said.
2: like did hey, you mean, did you <laughs> mean it as a joke Where you really said cuz it's like the way it's coming across from T-Pain, he like, yo. That that, that made me depressed. Like, what you really feel like I I destroyed music. Like I already was dealing with Jay-Z and the death of autotune and shit.
1: Like then I said, Man, Mr. Confessions himself said I wasn't feeling you either. I said, Oh no, nah, man. Sick. See, yeah, yeah I, that really did run me hot, though. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. Look that story up. You'll make you mad if you're a fan of T Pain like ourselves. So
2: especially if you like a mental health advocate, like, yeah. It's like, yo, for, for that's why it it uh, like uh, just reminds me of, like how you say all the time like words mean something like
1: words carry weight. I tell people like, that all the time, dude. Like, like you,
2: you may not you may not mean it or, or like, it's just you got to be
1: careful with how you speak to people. Exactly, because yeah, you know, that when I say that ran me hot. <laughs> I said they there like, yo, like why would you tell him you wrong music? I said he literally wrote all the classics from things that we love to this day,
2: to this day. Yeah, because it's like when you're talking to somebody, if you want to give them a like, criticism, you got to make sure you have some some empathy b- behind it. If you if you really care about that person, like yeah, this is
1: I not Yeah, I'm like telling that man he ruined music. I was like, oh nah, he tripping on that because I know. For yeah, I was like, Ush,
2: I, Like, I need some. <laughs> And, you know, whenever, whenever Confessions Two does drop, you know somebody going to bring that up. Like, he's going to be like Breakfast Club or somebody. They're going to be like, so, you know, you know T-Pain said like a few months ago, like, you know, you said this and blah, blah, blah. So can you explain, explain he, exactly he what
1: you said? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, he got to be ready for explaining why you told that man if he ruined music. And I'm yeah,
2: like, T-Pain tried to clear clean it up a little bit the next day and he was like yo yeah like what I said was like a small Maybe like, y'all don't need to be killing killing us like that's my
1: friend
2: and all that
1: like, he said you want music pain <laughs> <It's, laughs> we are mad we mad about that it's like cause they like shorty snapping <laughs> I like that I like a little unlove with a stripper I hate the remix now because what Robert did but I love it.
2: <laughs> like, like, come on, like, come on, pain, like, like, because a lot of people, I, I saw that on Twitter. They started comparing catalogs. And they're like, "Hey, man, you look at them catalogs. Us, yeah, you got that great Confessions album, mm-hmm. but overall catalog is looking like pain." Got the I'm overall like, hey, like man,
1: eighty seven hundred one was all right. It was all right. But did you ever use the word "was cancer" in your stuff? Never shut up! Like I was mad. I want to fight out with Usher. <laughs> want to it, uh, challenge him to a dance battle, one or two? <laughs> <But> <laughs> I was mad at you, Usher, Mister Raymond, whoever you want to be called. I don't know what your name is now. I just know I don't like you right now. Couldn't even listen to the Mac uh, song from '94 that I like. I said, man, get, I said, Alexis, don't, 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 don't play that. <laughs> I'm mad at him. So yeah, it was man. Yeah,
2: Arsh, we we need some answers that. Come come yeah, on. Yeah, we man. need
1: some yeah, we need a this story needs to be resolved. I need to find out why you told Tallahassee Payne uh that he ruined music because he totally did gave us classics.
2: Which also um that, uh, of a question I, I heard the other day, uh somebody brought up on a, a different podcast. How do you feel about if Usher's just now Hearing about this and how he made T Pain feel about if he's just not hearing about it now, do you do you feel like T Pain should have also said something to him about
1: <laughs> like right there at that moment? Yeah, or at least like let him know like, hey, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a thou while on uh, situations like that. Sometimes, like you know, like we've had conversations like this. We're being open with y'all. Where I may have said something. You'll be like, yo, did you realize what you just said? And I'm like, what? I said something? You like, yeah, that I I don't like how you said that, or I don't like how this was said. Sometimes, you know, that's hard for some people. Keep it a hundred. <laughs> it's hard for some people to like, yeah, that hurt my feelings, or like, yeah, yeah that I felt a way when you said that or did that. So, at that moment, he probably just couldn't convey the words. Like, he probably was like. I can't I like this is a guy that I admire and respect, and he just said I ruined music. Yeah. So it probably, like I said, it probably just took him off guard. Um, and at that moment in time, he didn't have any clue how to react or what to say, how to respond to it. So again, it's just different strokes for different folks. That's probably what happened. Like, this is a guy that I admire, this is a guy I look up to. This is one of the guys who probably influenced me to even want to pursue music and he just told me i ruined music yeah how, i'm like you know what i'm saying the shock from that probably just overtook him to the point he didn't know what how to react to that but
2: yeah because I, I definitely heard that they were like yeah it's if it's been about seven eight years or whatever since the initial incident <laughs> How's Usher gonna feel like waking up and just saying like, <laughs> like, yo, why is my name trending and then seeing the clip like, oh damn, I didn't know that. Why did you say something? I was like, oh, it's like, should T Pain have said something or should he not have said something by now? It's like uh, that's definitely a conversation um, for them them two to have if or he did or if he didn't. Like, cause maybe T Pain because. It was only a clip. We don't know. T Pain might have said in the full, whole full thing, which folks that don't know is for a new Netflix series called Pop. Um, so you never know. He might say in the rest of the clip, or once we see it, that you know, I did talk to Usher. We, we just haven't seen that part yet. So
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but no, nah, like that right there. Yeah, it uh, ran me hot. Speaking of artists that we like. And this is going to be the sickest segue because I know I talked about um, I know I talked about it at the beginning of the episode, but I'm going to talk about it again um, when it comes to the Mavericks. But Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine are opening a magnet school, and I think it's pretty dope. Uh, The concept is pretty much it's going to be art school, obviously for musicians and you know like dr dre said he wanted to a school to where like kids like him when he was growing up could come to and pursue um their musical endeavors so they can become better producers better artists overall so yeah i sent the article to you i think it was in the la times yeah yeah it's in la times so yeah i sent you the full details did you get a chance to read it sir
2: Yep. Um, Do I still have it? up? like, Like I I said,
1: we up in the morning, give y'all the show. So yeah, I was like, I
2: like, I probably read four or five other things since then. I I don't think I had the article still up, Um, but let's see if I can find it. But yeah, overall, I thought I thought it was like, like damn, this is a super dope idea. Yep, L.A. Times. Um. Uh, the coolest high school in America, uh, set to open up in fall 2022. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited because they said uh, the move represents a rare investment by the entertainment elite in the nation's second largest school system where more than 80% of students are Latino and black and about the same number come from low-income families. (laughs) The
1: reason reason I said um, the segue is going to be incredible for people that know is because, like I said, I love the concept of the school Um, because again, we have like Booker T. Washington here in Dallas. That's an art school where you can pursue acting, art, you know, actual like painting and things like that. And um, acting, music, art, like physical art. So That's pretty dope. Like I said, I love art. Like more art schools should definitely be um, a thing. So again, uh, that's the reason I shared the article. I was like, this is a dope concept. And two Mm -hmm. guys who are well immersed in music or been in the music industry for years are putting this together. So I know it's going to be done with the utmost. I know them kids ain't never going to have to buy beats like I do. So Mm -hmm. speaking of beats, just a kid. <laughs> because Dr. Dre and him have both been accused of doing the same thing, I don't advocate it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, told
2: you.
1: I told you, I knew how I was coming in. I was coming in hot. I said, mm.
2: you lemon
1: pepper stepped off." I said, "I lemon pepper stepped all out, all up in there." <laughs> I said, hold on, let me, put him, let me help our steppers for this one. I, like, really, I, I was like, like hold on, how is he,
2: I was like, how's he gonna, how's he gonna relate
1: this to Jason so Kidd? Speaking of beats, speaking like, of oh. Dr. Dre, speaking uh, of Jason uh, Kidd, <laughs> and what they like to do, <laughs> and listening to beats, and speaking of the word beat, <laughs> <laughs> what y'all like to do that <clears throat> I don't like oh Ooh. so yeah i had my i was like yeah both of y'all ain't slick i know both y'all i know what you'd like to do oh better keep your hands to yourself but anyway um he's the new head coach of the mavericks yeah yeah
2: and then overnight chauncey bills new head coach of the blazers
1: yes sir i like that move um but back to kid so you know how I wanted, because I believe I said it on the show, I thought Jamal Mosley was yep. not only qualified, but was definitely, I definitely should have been considered a front runner uh, for the job. I thought he was the man for the job. Uh, as of right now, it's rumored that he's going to be pursuing other options He because kid is picking his own coaching staff, and I don't think he's going to keep anybody –
2: from the Carlisle regime, yeah, he's
1: not keeping anybody. And I'm like, Da definitely deserves to stay on staff. Jamal Mosley, the reason he's leaving is simply because he feels jilted, which I don't blame him. Yeah, which is understandable.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm like, dude, they yeah, they say you the man. This your this your this gonna be your team. He didn't get a co sign from Carlisle, and I and I feel like either that was bitterness or the other rumor that's going around that he wants him to in Indy with him.
0: Hmm.
1: And I was like, ah, "All right, That's not, I mean, it's not like I said. It's, it wouldn't be a bad trade off. But again, Jamal Mosley definitely deserve deserves the um, opportunity to be all the right. head coach.
2: I'd heard his name connected to the Celtics one, but because it's Boston, I don't want to go. I don't want him going to Boston. Cause, just because it's Boston.
1: Oh, speaking well, of that, man, that Jay Williams tweet still made me mad, dog. He said that man would be the first. Like he said, it wasn't even. It wasn't uh, Jamal Mosley. I forgot who it was, but they said they would be the first black coach. And I said, uh, right. Celtics literally had Bill freaking Russell as the coach at one point. All right. Well, I'm actually, twice, like two or three times, actually. And then Casey Jones was the coach at one point. So I was like, uh.
2: And then the the, the man that uh, had his his own big three, big four. And yeah, I was about to say, and then,
1: yeah, and I was about to get to him too. Um, that guy. That's all I said about Doc Rivers, that guy. The reason I say that is because they always compared him and Rick Carlisle to each other. I said, yeah, when he lost that series, I said, mm-hmm. Because that's what Rick Carlisle would have did too. <laughs> <laughs> totally ruined it for me. Uh, would have handed me that L. <laughs> yeah, if I was
2: Jamal, Moseley, I, I'd kind of uh, if the, I guess that the indie rumors for I, I'd probably kind of play my fields. He was was out there like no, uh, he
1: definitely deserves to be a head coach. I'm not. I mean, maybe I'm just gassed off that one time he was like in charge after Rick Carlisle got uh, kicked out of a game. Yep, and Lucas said, mm-hmm. "Hey,
2: he deserves it." When the star player even says, "Hey, he deserves it," right yeah. after
1: the game. <laughs> But nah, they saying he wanted this kid thing to happen too. But this is the revelation I talked about at the beginning of the show that really, really, really ran me hot. Nobody knew about uh J Kid's tra- past transgressions. Again, I'm not dogging him as the coach. Um, I like I said, I'm never going to fully but it has to be say, out- yeah, I'm never gonna fully talk about my support or lack of lack thereof. Um him being the coach because I ha, I'm gonna stay unbiased because again, I might have to run into this man and talk to him and stuff like that. And I don't want to be like, oh well, shy, you just went straight distant for like 30 minutes on your own podcast. This ain't even about sports. Then now you sit up there interviewing him and talking to him. Like, what's up with that? Because if you know me, I talk about it all the time. Oak Cliff, that's my hood. But my family is from like Northern California area, Bay Area. So he's one of them Bay Area hoopers right up there with uh, Gary Payton, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and um, the other people who have came out of Oakland, like Dane Lillard and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's always been, like, a, one of my favorite. Remember, I used to tell you, man, I love me some J-Kid when he came, like Kid when he was here, yeah. um, his New Jersey days and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I'm like, he did some things. That made me go like, dog. They, I can't respect that one. Um, like, I like, I know I keep talking about, you know, the whole DV thing, but man, that man got a DUI. Then the next day, he went and got drunk at the club after he posted bail. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Like, like I said, the thing that made me mad was that people said they did not know any of this. I was like, you were cheering for the man in 2011. He was wearing the man jersey because I've seen the two jerseys. I've seen the kid two jerseys. I've seen the – um man, they still wear his throwback from his rookie year. They still wear his rookie jersey. It's always sold out on Mitchell and Ness. And you didn't know any of this? Come on, y'all.
2: Right.
1: Come on. Y'all didn't know none of this until this man – until the man that you wanted didn't get his job. Now you deep-diving in the J-Kids um, past. So, like I said, I I more or less were more concerned with, like, his track record isn't the best, but he stays employed, so there must be something he's doing <laughs> that keeps him employed. Um, another thing was I noticed a lot of fans hit a 180 when – your guy more, and I say I'll say our guy because we both are fans of him. When LeBron said he was gonna miss J Kid, I noticed a lot of people hit a one eighty and was like, "Oh man, maybe this won't be that bad." LeBron likes him. LeBron likes him, and I said, "Hmm, okay." But yeah, um, the 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 acquisition that I like, the hiring that I like, is um. Nico uh, Harrison, Nico Harrison used to be like a top exec for Nike. A lot of people bring up the things that he did. It's not bad, but it's like the representation. Like somebody brought up inadvertently brought up the Curry Nike thing. I was like, no. Under him going to Under Armour is one of the best things to ever happen to him. um, His shoes are strictly made for basketball. He's kind of like their Kobe in that way. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like, you'll never see me just encourage, just like casually. I definitely would have to be on a hardwood court so, to wear so they those. to use that as a
2: bad, oh, bad, reason. yeah, because they're saying that's
1: why he left. Yeah, that's why he left for Under Armour because they could, you know, something happened between him and Nico Har- Harrison, which is not true. Um,
2: and even if it was, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> it's wonderful.
1: It's wonderful. But the one thing that people are bringing up is this after everything happened with one of my favorite uh, players, Kobe Bryant was he rebranded Kobe. The Black Mamba thing that we saw, that was Nico Harrison. Mm. He's the one that rebranded Bing. Uh, people like, well, that was... Mm. So a lot of people say that's why he's he's been brought on because a lot of things have happened with the Mavericks to the point they need somebody who can usher spin this... Mm. <laughs> Who can 180 this for real for real? So Lemon Pepper him Step on. all up. Yeah, like he gotta limit he gotta bring his Lemon Pepper steppers on for this one because yeah, this is gonna be a hard task. They like I told you, they barely brought back the cheerleaders, but they made it like more of a pep squad. Like it's it's like a dance crew, it's like guys and gals. You know what I'm saying?
2: Give me an L. Yeah, give me an A.
1: That's kind of how it was.
2: Hey, give me an S. <laughs>
1: And I just sat there like this ain't it. I missed the oh, cheerleaders, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh I was like, am I back in
2: high school again? That's what I'm
1: saying. I was like, a hey, real pep squad. Like, I can't believe this. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, yeah, they brought him in. They thinking that's one of the things he's gonna do. He also has really good relationships with a lot of high profile players, so they oh. think that'll be a good tool to get people to want to come to Dallas. Uh, I'm not going to name drop, but, yeah, like, there were certain people that were here that are no longer here that people didn't want to play for. So, we're going to see. And also, people want to play for Jason Kidd. Why? I have no idea. But, you know, well, like I said, at the end of the day, he's still one of the most revered point guards to ever play. So, you know, that's that. But... We'll see if all of this new, shiny new stuff yeah. results in people wanting to come. I made people on Twitter mad because they're bringing up all these people, and I said, my veteran list is very short. I haven't put that many people on there. Right now, it's just Derek Rose and Goran Dragic, and people got mad at me who said, why do you want Goran Dragic? here? He was hurt, and he's 35, I said. The Mavericks need a veteran presence. I've been saying that for the past two seasons. As as much as I love having a young core, a young like young cornerstones, yeah. they still need that veteran presence.
2: Yeah, everybody needs at least like one or two. Yeah, vets. they
1: need one or two vets on the on the bench. You got to have that sage advice, that guy who's been there. You know what I'm saying? So he can come in and do his thing. And like I said, Goran Dragic and Luka Doncic have the same. Um, agent, Bill Duffy. Yep. So, and like I said, they're cool with each other, and Luke has is been quoted as a saying he would love to play with him one day. A lot of people took that as Luke is going to Miami. No, now there's now there's a reason for Goran Dragic to come here, yep. because everything has totally changed. Um, Now, if I already said. Vet minimum one year, see if he can play like the old Gordon Drogic that was getting all that money um in Phoenix and in Miami. Um yeah. but not don't throw the bag 18 at
2: him. 20 minutes or so. That's even that's good.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that nothing, I don't want nothing crazy, but a lot of people saying no, and I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah. Because this free agent, this season's off is gonna be pretty nice. A lot of people have yeah, the options. Off A lot of there's a lot of good player options, but there's also, like I said, there's a lot of good player options. I've been looking at the free agency list. Now, I'm not going to say you Dame Lillard or Kawhi Leonard. I'm not going to be crazy here and think that, oh, now that we got rid of Carlisle, we got rid of Donnie. You know what? LeBron's coming in a few years. He's going to end it all in Dallas. Of course. And then it's going to be like a super team. We're going to have like all the people. We're going to do this like 2K. We're just going to have all the best players in the world play in Dallas. And Luca's going to win a championship because he had LeBron, Dame Lillard, Paul George, and everybody else on the team. (laughs) Basically, if you have over a 90 in 2K, you come to the Mavericks and you just clean it up. And we're
2: going to have all the money in the world to pay all these
1: players. Yes, we're going to pay. Everybody's going to just want to come here for the vet minimum just because they want to win with Luka Doncic. Yay! So, no, I'm not being unrealistic here. That's why my veteran shortlist is literally Goran Dragic and D. Rose mm-hmm. because um, Chris Paul, I believe, is either on a player option or something like that. I got to look back at it. But if he succeeds with Phoenix, I think he's going back.
2: Yeah, I think he's going to run it back.
1: Yeah, he's going to run that back. He's going to want to run it back. So Yeah, i say he's or
2: finally retire.
1: You know, so yeah, that's what I said too. I think he's gonna probably take his ring and just say, "You know what? I'm done." Yeah, I
2: got I got my one. I'm good.
1: I'm like, look, I'm like, man, I want to hang out with Lil Chris, who's the new star of the family. Right.
2: <laughs> I got more Safe Farm commercials to be making.
1: Exactly. I was like, I can just make Cliff Paul commercials again. But uh, when it comes to like the Mavericks, also, man, they did. Like I said, I'm gonna call it what it is. I called it on a um, spaces I did yesterday. Corny, they brought back Dirk. Coach is the uh, I mean, the coach is kid. They keep rumoring around that they're gonna bring in some more people from 2011. I'm like, why? Like I said in the um spaces that I did, I didn't like when the old Mighty Ducks showed up in the new Mighty Ducks uh TV show on Disney Plus because it wasn't even all of them.
0: <laughs> it
1: was, uh, it was Kenny Wu. And I'm like, Kenny Wu wasn't the original Duck. Kenny Wu was um, on the USA team.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but he was on there with an original Ducks jersey on. I said, this ain't even accurate. And who else they had? Like, Averman in them? I said, if I didn't like that, I don't like this happening on a real team that I pay money to see. <laughs>
2: Is that show worth checking out? I was like, I'm,
1: the Mighty Duck, the Mighty Duck show actually yeah. is pretty good. Okay, I'm gonna um, check it out. I'm, look, I, I know, know y'all finna sit there.
2: When I think about mighty, I always think about my guys, the Bash Brothers, they was my favorite.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, who was that? Fulton was yeah, Fulton Reed was um in that episode too.
2: Okay,
1: yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, y'all gonna also hear me talk about the mighty ducks. Actually, Josh did not know this that I love. The Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> he did not know that he was like, no, he loves them. Like, those are his favorite movies. Like anytime I need inspiration, anytime I like have a really really bad day, he will be like, "What do you like?" uh, like I'm like, "Man, this day sucks." He's like, "What are you about to do?" Man, I'm about to do what I like to do and sit here and watch the Mighty Ducks. And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> it makes me feel good every time. It it never fails." <laughs> that that bring I don't know how coach Bombay does it, but it lifts my spirits, it really does, wow. so so yeah, like it's really corny that they're doing this, like it's mad corny dude, they're bringing it, oh, we are bringing twenty eleven and we get these guys in here and and then we win a championship, and yay, all the all the, all the old guys get the th-. no, I don't want no one like that. So, they're
2: gonna get a promo picture announcing that they're they gonna have like Dirk, <laughs> Jason, kid, and like one or two other guys stand like they, yeah, that's they, what
1: I'm saying. saying. Like, they go and they're gonna like wear their old jersey and be like, yeah, with their arms up. Like, come on, dude, come on, dude. That's 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 cheesy. Like, this isn't like what are you trying to get a 30 for 30 out of this. Like, what are you doing Well,
2: like? some, some corny tagline like bringing back legacy? Yeah, <laughs> legacy continues. Like, with shit.
1: <laughs> like Basically
2: next to Luca
1: like (laughs) like Dirk, like Dirk uh, is there during the championship. And then all of a sudden get like the explosions and stuff like like fireworks, stuff in the arena. Then they should like flip a banner down and his numbers retired. And the jerseys, I mean, the statues already in the foyer, not in the foyer, but in the um, in the middle of Victory Plaza. I'm sorry. They changed the name. It's P. Oh, yeah. PC PC, PNC Bank Plaza, whatever. And they put that in the middle of there, and all of a sudden, they play, like, all the, like, corny, like, rock ballads that they would play at the end of the Mighty Ducks movies. And I'm just sitting there, like, they did this for a freaking documentary. I can't believe this. <laughs> I would be so mad. I'm like, they did this for an ESPN Films feature. <laughs> They do that and they always do that um back in the day thing, like um that thing where they do the recap at the end. Dirk yeah. Visky is now officially retired from basketball and is spending time with his three children and his wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luca has went on to win another championship. <laughs> I was like, man, come on. So yeah, that's how I feel about the moves that are supposedly being rumored, like JJ Barea coming back and stuff like that. I think it's really lame. But it's yet to be seen who's actually gonna be on this staff. So, right now, like I said, I love Dirk Nowitzki. I like, you know, he's good-natured. Like I said, he's um, Oak Cliff legend. But him being a special advisor and then trying to throw in J.J. Barea's name and uh, who else? Jason Terry, who just got a job as an assistant coach at Arizona. So, I don't understand that. So, again, I'm just like, the only move I would like but it all depends if he would want to go back to coaching. Um, if you want to go back to coaching is if Steve Nash came here, because he's actually a really good um, advisor. Cause he would, like that last warriors championship. He was like working with Curry and um, the other play, like the other guards
0: mm-hmm.
1: so, and they won and he got it. That's how my favorite triplets, that are not Troy, Emmett, and Mike got their rings. Um, Michael Finley got his with San Antonio, I believe. Dirk, of course, won it here, and then Steve Nash finally got his via, um, being an advisor for the Warriors. So he basically rounded it off, and he was he got his, and he didn't even play. So that's how Nash got his. But yeah, like I said, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I will talk about the playoffs, but ugh, especially after last night, oh my god, I don't know what happened to Atlanta. Uh, for those listening, you you saw the game.
2: Uh, yeah, I watched the actually before we recorded. I watched, actually, probably only like ten minutes of the second hey. half because I was like, uh, I was like. Yeah, this score don't look like it's gonna get any better. So I was like, I don't even need to watch any more of this. So it's, it's What's
1: like, cool. What's funny is this. You look at Giannis's stat line. That wasn't even impressive. I think it was. like I think he had like twenty five points. I want to say he had like nine rebounds, six assists, or something like that. And I was like, so he barely did something, <laughs> and they blew them out like that. Yeah, that game sucked. Um, but basically they just shut down Trey. I mean, that's pretty much they did. That's what it looked like to me. They just pretty much shut down Trey, and unfortunately, uh, Kayvon, a hoarder, did not get to ball like he did. AKA basketball Ron Howard. He didn't get to do his thing. So that sucks. You know what I'm saying? The 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 redheaded wonder. He didn't get to do his thug thizzle. Unfortunately, so there's that. Um <laughs> that's why I said I don't want to talk about it. I'm like uh, yeah, I saw the game.
2: Yeah, I was like uh, I was like uh, I want that series to go six to six or seven games, but I, was like, I still want the Bucks to win. So mm.
1: I'll go back to this. Mm. When these white people make me angry. No, I'm playing. That's not that's not really what I'm about to talk about, but uh mm. <laughs> but yeah, so we got some kind of justice if you will um uh, for george floyd the main guy good old how you say his name sir
2: uh derek chauvin
1: good old derek chauvin
2: chauvin mr chauvinistic
1: mr i hate black people maybe (laughs) <laughs> we, look, we don't judge here on yeah. the match, the smiles. Well, <laughs> if you look, 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 wink, wink, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, wink, yeah, judge, yeah. you know, he ain't racist, he just likes to choke out black people, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? But um, he got twenty two point five. When I saw that point five, yeah, I said the look on my face for that point five. <laughs> In six months. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> add six months to it. Oh. That's how I felt about that. Oh, add six months. Oh, I can't believe this. And you know,
2: probably with good behavior, he'll probably be out in like half of that.
1: Exactly. So, again, it. <sighs> mm. So much I could say about this. <laughs> It's so much I can say. I'm mean, like I said. I'm trying to spare everybody, like my um, uh, neo political rants. I'm really trying to, <laughs> but the fact that he got 22 and a half, I- I'm surprised. It was ten more, fifteen more than I expected.
2: That 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 is like it's definitely ten more than what I expected.
1: Is, exactly. So, so I know so. they say
2: that the family asked for like at least thirty or something like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so mm, oh, hey.
2: I was like uh, I was like it's more, more than what I expected, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so
1: the last time he get, you know, he got to eat his wife's casserole. Well, whatever. Or oh, his mom's casserole for one last day. Good for him. Um but other than that, I just was like I was surprised. Like it's said that uh, you have to be like, man. I'm surprised he got twenty two and a half. <laughs> Thought he was gonna get about, a, you know, like like I said, like with that one, um, I forget. Like I said, I don't think about these evil people <laughs> doing the things they do by name. Um, the woman that killed Bucky John only getting like what ten? Yeah. See, so it's it's. It's stuff like that to where I was like surprised. I'm like, man, she actually going to jail. That's the, that's the surprising part about all of this. Like I said, it's just years of being conditioned that oh they can get away with it. It's really what it was. It's really what it was. Um. So yeah, like I said, there, there's still some more out there. There's still more. There's still more people involved in this. We'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, yeah. We'll see what the uh,
1: this co-conspirators. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what happens with that because he got 22.5 and he's like the head honcho. He's the main guy. Yeah, pay attention to the numbers for the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> if he got 22.5, definitely start uh counting on your fingers how much the rest of them going to get. So like I said, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I'm trying. Like I said, once we went from like Juneteenth from like white people angry to this to white people angry. <laughs> I'm trying not to like stay on it I'm like why were you mad? Yeah, you know why were you mad? <laughs> Might
2: as well just step on to the, the the next topic. What else we got on here? Um
1: yeah, we got um let's see. Oh man, let's get let's let's bring it back to the crib. Shikari Richardson. Yeah. Is going to Tokyo. Let's go. Uh, the reason I said back to the crib, she from Oak Cliff. That's my hood.
2: Yeah, I think I think I think I saw her tweet that too
1: Yeah, she from um she ran for Carter. She yeah, track and field, she ran track and field for Carter. Um, most people didn't catch wind of her until uh, what was it like a year or two ago when she was running at LSU.
2: Yep. Yeah. Cause I was telling you, my coworker, he wanted got me hip to her because he's a big LSU fan. So he he was like he was like, Yo, s- smiles." Well, Josh, because no one calls me smiles at work. <laughs> it, it was I like, I, it. I, he was like he's like, "I know you do uh, the podcast or whatnot." He was like trying to get get her. <laughs> I mean, it's always it's always funny like how people just think like you can just easily just
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what they think you do a podcast and all of a sudden like we can call Chris Rock right now. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm not Kevin Hart, I can't FaceTime Chris Rock. Like, and he's gonna answer. It's just not gonna happen.
2: But I did I did end up reaching out to her back then. I never got a response, but you know, I did back then. I was like, I was like,
1: ah, I could try. She's just in college, but you know. But yeah, now she's about to come back with that medal. Cause um, the reason she was even like on people's radar when she was at LSU was because she was breaking world records mm-hmm. in college. Um, she was like the fastest she was the fastest um, teenager here. Like she was up there busting it up in the Texas relays, which is a really big thing here. You go down to Austin, you know, it's a really dope thing here. It's a part. It's a party down there. It's Funny like thing, freak. It's like lights.
2: It. I was think I was like, I'm surprised uh, Wayne heard you no know, like Rock Nation or some clutch sports type of management thing. I was What's like, I- happening? Yeah, I was like, I was like, so I was like, within the next, even if it happens like right, b- right before the Olympics or during the Olympics, I could see like one of them two, <laughs> scooping, scooping her up, um, and and getting her. So I was like, yeah, shout out to uh, Shakari Richardson. It's like she out there just beasting on the track. It's just like I, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy. I, I know you. Way more happy with the fact that you know she she's from home, hometown, she's from home field. Just I love seeing a, a young black woman out, out here just doing things and breaking records and stuff. And your your mic is actually muted.
1: Oh, oh my bad. Um, yeah, like I said, I just like seeing a young sister from the clip from the crib. i about to say from the cliff, but from the crib, <laughs> uh, do a thing. So, uh, that's one, like I said. Uh, two, I always tell y'all, man. Oak Cliff, that, that's, that's the globe right there. Yeah, I thought I was playing. So, it's a lot of talent that came out of Oak Cliff. It's a lot of talent. It's a lot of talent here, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I look, I look I, I'm just trying to make myself a part of that collective. <laughs> Some people will tell me, tap me on my shoulder. You you there, bro? Mm, nah, not yet. Not yet, but in due time. for People listening to me on this, in due time. Trust me.
2: He said, "Well, I want everybody to be like, no, that's that's really the mayor."
1: Yeah, for real. We, we I'm <laughs> working on it. I'm working on that for real. So, yeah, like I said, shout to shout to her. Shout out to her. Uh,
2: well, you got that one thing got that, that people where like the license plate on the whip just says mayor, and they know like, oh, that's mayor
1: shit. OC. You gonna see it? Yeah,
2: um, <laughs> right there. Shot up
1: riding around the city. Yeah, It is. I'm gonna let them know, and I'm not gonna have no black and white uh, cruiser. Looking like police. I'm not going to do that. Um, (laughs) But anyway, um, people are talking about her nails and everything like that. Um, I'm going to touch on some positive before I get to the negative. Um, Yeah, she was like, oh, my girlfriend picked it up. And that will segue to the next um, athlete we're going to talk about.
2: What was her? her, what, uh, What? She had, like, some long nails or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Jackie joined the Cursey, you know, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Not Jackie John Cursey. Uh they were they were all uh <laughs> I said Jackie John Cursey um Flojo. Oh.
2: Oh yeah, well, cause What's the name? name was going to play on in
1: the movie. Yeah, so uh, Flo, yeah. But they were related cuz um Flojo was married to um, her to Jackie Joyner Kersee's brother, I believe. Oh. So yeah, that's why they had the joiner. Yeah, so Al Joiner, Yeah, her brother Al Joyner, who also was. Oh, now. okay.
2: Nails have major FloJo vibes.
1: Yeah, so she had the real long nails. You know, since she was throwback.
2: Oh, i see i didn't even notice <laughs> all
1: that I- <laughs> yeah she was a throwback she was a th- she was definitely throw thrown back but a lot of track stars they do that they had the long especially like you know the 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 sisters they had the long nails they looking good look if you're gonna get them Ws, they, they want to make sure they look good that's dope because of yeah. course we always bring style to everything that we do and she's definitely in that lineage but yeah she said a girl picked a nail color and people like what? And I was like, they, i was like, "Y'all ain't been following this young lady. She, she, she been open about that. Um, but I'm like, I said, the positive. She looked great, looked like a winner, looked like a champion. Yeah. Like I said, I was just very proud of her. I've always, like I said, right after, you know, she went to LSU. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep following her because I think this is gonna get better. And she started breaking records, so yeah. But the things I didn't like was people saying she like a man." What? Oh, she's too muscular. It's yeah, yeah. This she's gorgeous. That's what I'm saying. Gorgeous young woman. So I, I mean, was like, um I'm not gonna say that was also
2: a reason and why I started following her back then. Besides, you know, she's a great runner. Nah,
1: I, mean, I was nah. She from the crib. That's what I was following. <laughs> she from the crib. I was you like,
2: you know, it you from it the crib. I'm, I'm gonna see. It enticed me to start following her also when I like first got hit uh, Nah, if
1: you from now, nah, if you from the crib, I'm gonna see what's and i I'm gonna make sure I support. It. If you're from where I'm from, for sure. Oh, you're from just this city, period. And you're doing things in a big way. I'm going to try to make sure I monitor that. Uh, not for, like, oh, all men can do the show. But, no, it's because... Got to support. I, fans I mean, hometown. That's what I'm saying. You, I was like... I told you, that's the one thing I try to bring on here is, like, family vibes. Want the city to know. You know, so if no one else... You feel like no one else supporting you, we support you. So... Mm-hmm. Um, there's that, but no, nah, I was seeing all them negative things about her and that, and that really like, was disheartening to see because she's doing things you ain't doing.
0: Do you got you to, to find,
1: them the you gotta find yeah, <laughs> to, to try to go after? To make you feel high, you got to put somebody down. I don't like, I've never liked that. I've never been about that. No matter how you feel about me, that's never been my vibe. I'm always going to, look I'd rather say something genuinely positive if I, if I say something like bad about you I'll even like sometimes I, if I'm backhanded I'll be like you know what hey that was dumb but at least you came to that dumb conclusion mm-hmm. <laughs> with some guy <laughs> with some kind of logic
2: yeah yeah uh, you know? um my my home girl that I just interviewed Castle from my last impulse episode. We we kind of spoke on it like real quick. It was like, yo, she was like, I I've never felt the need to actually say that's what I am. It's just, I'm just me. I just like I'm an RB R- 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 artist. I sing songs about women. That's
1: it. what it is.
2: Because I've never had to felt the need to actually broadcast it out there. It's like it's just that's just me. That's all who I've always been.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know.
2: I Don't need to be like, hey, 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 y'all. Hey, guess what? That's true. Cause I I thought I, I told her I, I, I was like, hey, me he personally, I was like, you you were Frank Ocean to me before Frank Ocean. And I was, I was like, when he came out, I was mad. I was like, he's not the first, she was the first. <laughs> she was like, What? I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I used to be like, no, nah. he would be mad that he would think broadcasting. I'm like, no, I know someone right here who's just as talented, not better than. But you know, shout out to Frank. Oh, he make wonderful music too. That yeah, uh, yeah, speaking of
1: which, you know what I'm saying? Of the affiliate of Golfwing, you know, our future. Yeah. Tyler dropped an album, which I like, but I've heard, I am I've upset.
2: Heard a couple songs so far, so yeah.
1: So I can't give a full review because Josh is not listening to it yet. But I'm waiting for that vinyl. That's how much I love the album, so.
2: Yeah, I, was like, uh, I heard.
1: Call the- me if you get lost. Listen to that. Run that.
2: Yeah, I was like I heard the the Wayne joint and I heard the forty two Doug joint and the Pharrell joint so far, uh, so I was like, just from those three, I was like, oh yeah, I definitely got to really dive deep into to this Wayne uh,
1: verse. The um, Wayne <laughs> was my favorite. <laughs> And let me tell you. And let me tell you something. Like I ran it back twice. Like I listened to the whole album, but I ran that one back twice. Um, ooh, excuse me. Because I said Wayne spazzed. Yeah,
2: I was like, ooh, got the Desert Eagle, ooh. Like,
1: like I'm trying to tell y'all, like this was, this was new level stuff right here. Like Wayne. Wayne always has to remind you that he is indeed the greatest rapper alive. That's the only reason I've never, like. he been killing the verses
2: this year. The the, the, the guest verses this year, he's.
1: Hot wind but man, hot wind blows. Um, Seeing green, he went, yeah. Seeing green, he went crazy. So, yeah, Wayne has literally just been, like, smoking mics. Like, he literally just, like, just going in there, destroying everything in his path and he just like goes and gets back on his skateboard and <laughs> it has been ridiculous so far this year it's like yeah Wayne yeah. just wants to like give you constant reminders that I do this for real
2: yeah that's what I was like I was like just from here knows and then I saw my guy Parks um you know from the JVP he was like yo I've listened to this album five times and it hasn't even been out
1: 24 hours <laughs> it's good like I said, I know I said I like it, but nah, it's, it's too early for me to say I love the album right now. But like I said, I'm just Tyler needs to stop playing with us and give us that vinyl.
2: Oh yeah, that's like that's why I was like I'm definitely gonna uh, try to do that today at work since I since it's the weekend. I know my boss ain't gonna be there when I go going for Cowboys this morning. So
1: because the CDs and the CDs and um. The CDs and what's the word I'm looking for? The CDs and the cassette uh, packages have already sold out. So all you can do is get, I think, the CD. They said they may restock the cassettes. But everybody's like, where's the vinyl at? We trying to get these vinyls. I actually am very behind on my Tyler, the Creator vinyls. I'm very, I don't like. Cause Goblin is like really cheap. Igor is hard to find. Cause well, it's one of his best albums, so not surprising. Um, but yeah, all of like Tyler's vinyls, I do not have not one of them yet. But I need to go ahead and make correct that before I even try to get. Call me if you get lost. So that's soon come. Speaking of um vinyls, um before we get up out of here. <laughs> Something you did not know was a thing that we talked about recently.
2: Um uh, what else? Uh, trying to think, what
1: what else? When I sent you that Kanye, when I sent you that Kanye, oh vinyl.
2: yeah, the the the, vin- the vinyls in the bootleg, the mixtapes. I was like, whoa, shit. <laughs> I,
1: was
2: like, I did not know niggas is doing that now. Like. If if they are like yo, I got a few mixtapes, you know. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like,
1: you like I've been telling you, you can put anything on wax right now, like for real.
2: Like the falar
1: mixtape, I, I wouldn't
2: mind that. I bet, out. I bet it
1: exists. <laughs> of the sunset, um, that Big Sean Detroit. Um, now nah, I think I saw that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I think I saw um, Big Sean Detroit on wax. A kid named Cuddy. Um, that was on wax. I think somebody like that a while back.
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's some joints that just you see off the top of my head. I just named like five of them. Just like it's some it's some mixtapes out.
1: Hold on, I'm about to look that up right now while we on a uh, pod because I swear I've seen it. I was like, or it was like a concept. Yes, yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's it's definitely some... see
1: see it popped up. Yeah, it's definitely some
2: some some joints that like. When you said, I was like, "Yo, the, this is what." Ho- hey, the first the first couple of meek projects. Uh,
1: wow, is this a but? Oh, you see, the, the unofficial Ro- import. I Ro- told you, Ro- Rose's mixtape
2: run. Uh, <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Speaking of like Rose, um, on vinyl, the only one I have, and I think you know what it is. I got Teflon Don, the tenth anniversary edition. That's
2: it. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, a it's a nice
1: little album. It's a uh, black and gold album. I like it.
2: Ooh.
1: Yeah, but um, like like I said, um, I had to yeah I had to put him on game because I sent it to him and I was like yeah, because more I don't think there's not I think only probably kids see Ghost and Yay. I want to say in probably his first. Out a couple of albums on vinyl officially, but like everything from like graduation stuff like that, those are all bootlegs.
2: Hey, as a as a um, reformed bootlegger from back in my my high school and maybe like my first year of college, because by, by them, niggas wasn't buying like bootleg CDs anymore. But you know. Get it, get it, get how you you need to get it. Uh, and I I wasn't working when I was uh bootlegging CDs back in high school, but I was coming home with like a hundred dollars in my pocket.
1: (laughs) Man, I was the first one with get rich or die trying. I was the first one, I think I told you that story before. That's probably how I made my little chain for my little snack cakes or whatever. Whatever was get rich or die trying, I would sell them. I still remember my prices like what three for 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three for ten, that, that, yeah, that was a standard. That was a standard right there. Mm-hmm. You said that three for ten, one for five, yep. And then uh, they're like, What about, yeah, two, well, what my about my two?
2: I'm like, I'll, I'll do like seven,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll do seven, eight dollars, man, yeah. Or I'll do them like this you gotta give me five, but you gotta pay for my lunch, you gotta like give me something. <laughs> I'll yeah. barter with you for that second album.
2: Yeah, I was like, I, I did that too. I was like, hey, you know I like them uh them chocolate chip cookies they sell at lunch. Give me two of those.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta barter with me for this second now, my <laughs> boy. And you just can't you just can't walk out with my product like this. So
2: it's like just get the one or the three. Just figure out one more fucking album you want. Shit.
1: For real. That's what I'm saying. I was like, you're gonna come back. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you coming back, you might as well get what you want now. Like, pre order, like, I, if, if pre ordering was a thing back then, I definitely would have been the guy pre ordering. <laughs> yeah, it's and, like, you know, well, that new whole project coming out, you might as well go ahead and say, <laughs>
2: Ask your homegirl, your homeboy, if you want a a, a a CD, have him give you the extra, like, hey, just give me like three so, dollars, like a seat, and I, I, I'm gonna get this three for
1: ten. For real, like, make it work. But I was the kid. And then we're gonna get off of like bootleg tapes and stuff like that. I was a kid that literally I would take my CD to, to school every day. My CD player, I would take yeah. I tell man, you made me feel uh like I was showing off because I was like, I had the walkman, the anti-skip, the mm-hmm. real fancy one. You <laughs> was like, I didn't. I was like, whoa, well, hey, I saved up for that. <laughs> oh
2: no, I had an anti-skip. I was like, I used to hit that because you know, riding riding my bike. I had that anti-skip on.
1: I was like, yeah, you was like me, you was yeah, you was riding your bike. I was walking to school, man. I was like, people knew they was like he would walk up. He had the newest music on his. I would make like my own mixtapes. Mm-hmm. That's because <laughs> that's how I made.
2: I really made my brand bro, brother because I would all the CDs I had, I would literally type out every song that's on there, and I tell people like just highlight or mark whatever song you want, and I'll make you like just put like fifteen to eighteen songs that you like. Mm-hmm. And make a project. And it's like, if I can't fit all of them, before I bring it to you, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up like, hey, yo, I can't get all 18 of these because it's how, how many minutes it is, but like what's like one or two songs that you can do without, or you know, if you want to let me do me, I can make you a, a, a second mixtape and just let me do do me and I'll, I'll I'll put some other joints that I think you might like on. on
1: See kids on, don't know nothing about that, they don't know about them CDRs. <laughs> You know what, with them CDRs was about. That CDR life was everything, man. Yeah, because you could literally make a whole bunch. You could make you a little money to like buy your school clothes, or like I said, buy snacks. Make sure you had your bus money, train money, whatever. You could take a ten dollar stack, a CD, and make you some money. Yep,
2: that's what I was like. I I, I remember them, them couple times I'd come home like made a hundred dollars off of. Off of Seven C like what you be, uh, yeah. <laughs> got all this. And I site, all.
1: I remember uh what was it? <clears throat> Me and my boy. Uh we literally had candy and CDs. Yes. <laughs> candy and C D. And I, I, yeah, I was I was like one. seven, eight grades, candy and CD. I
2: was a hustler. Like even for uh in band, we used to do uh like the point set of sales or so for Christmas every year. I I won. I was top seller four years in a row. I was like your boy, get out there and we'll hustle some stuff. I'm like I am not paying for this instrument. I'm not paying for this uniform. Uh, but I would I'll get out there and, and hustle <laughs> to pay to pay for all that. And then I would get a hundred dollars on top of that because they like the top seller. We get a hundred dollars uh, cash. Like
1: yeah. And the first thing I would do with that money was never like oh man I'm gonna go to Taco Bell with it or something. I would just go get more CDs. Right. Because of course music never stops. So guess what? It's more business. So I'm oh in that new. Like I know, like uh depending, like you play if you hoop or wrestle like I did, or just anything, I would always be they would always be like, Hey man, can you make me a mix? You know, so when we on the bus, I can listen to this before I go, you know, if I play or whatever, whatever. Like, yeah, to what you want. And I would make the craziest mixes. I'll put and then, you, level, you told people me people me, me you and me did the same thing. We would put like a remix or yeah, a version like, of the song that you yes, had never heard said, before.
0: They to <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. just to blow their mind when they listen to it, so you know they finna like like I said, we are Wait, hold like, on. I thought the song was this is the same
2: thing. No, no,
1: did you listen nah, to the whole thing But now nah, that's how y'all know we are natural born marketeers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, that was the comeback because you'd be like, Man, I ain't never heard that before. Like, I was like, Exactly. Yeah, because okay. I know I used to have like, I used to the funny thing I used to sell was beat tapes, mm-hmm. and I would put beats that like, and that would be weird because I would sell beats that I liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That's why you love, like, if you, if you, me, do me and do what I want to be like, this is what I think you'll like because I like it.
1: Okay, and they loved. They was like, man, them beat, man. Ah, especially like when everybody was trying to be Kanye, and they was Mm -hmm. doing the samples, they was doing the chipmunk music and stuff like that. Yeah, that I really did like those beats because some people were just. I feel bad for those guys like with hipster mentals and all this stuff was out because they were putting out quality beats for free, right? Roy, and they didn't know nothing about royalties back then, so you couldn't some. People had barely started selling beats. So I was like, like man, you, you got a lot of more days. <sighs> Let me tell you. But yeah, man. Uh, we gave y'all two hours of that work. <laughs> it is eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. This has been fun. Um, I'ma see who actually um is in the right mind to say all the ways to communicate with us. <laughs> Who is in the right mind? Uh, Okay. Shy versus smiles on social media. That's definitely a given. Uh, Like I said, Shy Miller on Instagram. I'm really on there. The Uncle Urban everywhere. Um, Like I said, Google me. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like I said, I got more stuff coming. They're finally going to let us back in the arena. I believe. I gotta look because I feel like I have a WNBA game coming up. So y'all might see a little something from that. Um oh man, do do you do your ads, uh music impulse and JW Smiles, dude. Yeah, tell them where they can find you at because I think that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, you
2: know, Twitter, Instagram, JW Smiles. Uh you already mentioned, you know, at like Shout versus Miles, Twitter, Instagram, um, Music Impulse, M U S I C M P U L S E, Twitter and Instagram. That's pretty much all. That's it. You know, I'm I'm more of an IG guy. I do a little bit less on Twitter, and then probably like a little bit less than that on on Facebook. But you know, just follow your boy. You, you you'll see me out here in the streets. Um, you know, we got a busy day uh, ahead of ourselves. Um, me, me and him gonna talk a little business real quick with um possible contracts and stuff, uh right after this, real quick. And then um, yeah, see you all the next episode.
1: Which I will like because it'll um it'll be our West Coast uh episode because as much as I yeah, love we West a Coast lot of music, West
2: Coast today too at
1: that. The funny thing is a lot of artists I liked, especially from back in the day, stuff so like that, Josh did not know who they were. So that's how this episode came about. <laughs> he was like, I didn't realize there was that many West Coast artists out there. I'm like, even now? Um, like I said, we're going to highlight people. I'll give you a little taste. Uh, Kamaya out of the Bay, Sacramento's own, um Mozzie, just to name a few. And then, of course, we're going all the way back to like Spice One and stuff like that. Y'all, y'all Like I said, I hope you all love it. I'm going to love talking about um, – some of my favorite artists that I grew up with, especially my boy Earl Stevens. I still have tried that slurricane. Still need to see what that's looking like. Uh, <laughs> support uh, Earl Stevens' winery. <laughs>
2: Shout out to my brother Sean out there in San Diego. You know, about to hook, hook a brother up, you know, when we meet up in Chicago next week.
1: All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So that's yeah. the end of the show. And yeah, we are uh, enjoy. <laughs>